the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. And welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with an amazing woman who has just got a... A, uh, an amazing mission that it seems like is, it's just been evolving. Uh, she is the CEO of Hearts Landing Ranch and, uh, this ranch just restores lives through rescuing horses, uh, and a variety of other things that she's doing out there at this ranch. We're so grateful to have with us today, again, the founder and CEO of Hearts Landing Ranch, Donna Eckwurzel. Great to have you on the show, Donna. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. I'm so yeah. excited to talk with you today and your audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know, we we have just a few things, right? So, we, I want to just share with the audience that I had the uh, the good f- pleasure of going up to the ranch and spending some time with Donna and her horses and her ponies and her chickens um, <laughs> at, in Sacramento <laughs> with my daughter, with my ten year old daughter during her spring break. And I want to say, Donna, I just want to thank you before we get started. I just want to thank you for. Uh, spending that little time with my little girl and, and who is just loves um, the nature and loves animals. And, and it just does something just, just for anybody. It just does something for you to be um, in the, in, in nature with, you know, God's creation and just to know that you can just be, you know, and just, just be still there. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I just thank you for that. I, I want to start off by, you know, your charter here, restore lives through, uh, rescuing horses and building a community to reach and change a community and to reach and change the community at large. So mm-hmm. building that community within the community. And I see here, you've got all of these. I, I laughed when I read your bio. I said, Oh, send me your bio. So I know how to introduce you. And I'm looking at her bio folks. Qualifications include a degree in 
in IT process development and design from San Diego State. Um, she's got 13 years. She's worked at Hewlett Packard, um, quote unquote, making order out of chaos in business areas. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm like, come on, guys. Um, something about women in IT. I just got to say, I just got to say it. We have a way of making chaos, right? Making order out of chaos. <laughs> and, and, and when we're doing it, right, um, in the workplace, sometimes we don't even realize that that skill is so portable and so, so useful in the kingdom, even with horses, even with traumatized children, even with survivors of human trafficking. Isn't that right, Donna? Mm. It's been a journey for sure, and absolutely those skills have def- definitely been uh, helpful for me, uh, being able to galvanize people and set a direction, um, you know, maybe on a physical, now we're doing it on the mental and the emotional side with uh, the people that come that are participating in our program, and um, it's phenomenal to see, you know, being able to be focused on helping them identify what their purpose is and who they are and um, creating order out of that. Right. Yeah. The Lord wants order. Yeah. <laughs> he wants order. Yeah. So absolutely. And you know, one of the things I see also that you've shared with me here in your, in your, um, in your bio is that you yourself personally, you got started um, down this path because you yourself struggled for many years with your own identity, with your purpose, and um, and you were inclined towards people pleasing. Wow, uh, I I I identify very much so. Uh, and that and, and you say here, horses were your confident confidants, your freedom, yep. your grounding rod. Even at the age of thirteen, you chose mm-hmm. not to commit suicide in because you were so devoted to your horse. Wow. Mm. My God. Tell us about that, Donna. (laughs) Hearing you say that brings tears to my eyes. Um, We never know how God's going to use some of the things that might be it. I I didn't know how God was going to use something that I was really ashamed about. And, you know, because people will look at me and some that, that might happen to other people, but they look at me and they think you've got it all together. You're traveling the world, developing contracts. You've got this degree, you've got, but this baggage and this hurt was, I carried around for a long time. And a lot of it when I was growing up was about, you know, high performance expectations, not a lot of mentoring, you know, in the home. Um, you know, just not knowing how things were going to work, just so much pressure that I just didn't feel like I could handle it any longer. And, um, but when I went to see my horse, there was this, it's, it's amazing, Vanessa, how the horses speak without speaking. Mm. And, um, and they were the, my best therapists. And I had no idea that that, that, experience would lead me all the way to this, which was not a plan. I didn't have a plan to open a ranch someday and have an outreach like this that I'm doing. It was literally just being obedient. And through that obedience of leaving a perfectly great home to, to you know, come on to, you know, this, this property and, and start somewhat from scratch um, on building, you know, the, the facilities here. Um, that the Lord has really shown me how he was using this 
what I was thinking was a weakness as a strength to help other people. Mm. And, um, and it was really about identity. And so it wasn't until I was much older, you know, 40, late 40s, early 50s, that I really understood my purpose and my mm. identity. And I wasn't apologizing for it anymore. And I wasn't ashamed of my past. And what I really, really, really hope to do, whether we're working with the horses or the seed to stomach gardening program or, you know, um, or other activities that we we are we on the property are able to mentor and help the young people that are coming here identify who they are, what their purpose is, and that they have something to, to contribute in a big way at an early age, at a very early age, because <laughs> it just you know it, it it might help solidify for them maybe in their twenties what they're what they're going to do, and and um, they might be able to follow the path faster. Um, than if they're not getting encouraged or having an example of how to walk it out, you know? Mm, Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it makes you that much more relevant that, you know, some of the places in which they have, they have traveled. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes, you know, um, as people, I know I've been guilty of this, you know, I look around in particular in my workplace and people may not look like me. And they may not, they may not, uh, they may not be a woman. They may not be uh, a woman of color. They, they may not come from my background. And I make the terrible assumption that they don't have pain, that they can't relate to my, you know, what I've suffered with. And uh, I, I no longer do this, but I used to do it. And it would, it would, it would uh, really limit the kinds of connections that I had with people. It would mm. limit the ways in which people around me, uh, maybe I could have a word that would heal them, but I wouldn't mm. share it because I had assumed they were already whole, not knowing that they had need of a word of encouragement or need of a, of a word that was counter to maybe, you know, when you live, like you said, high performing household, you live under a certain shame. If you make a mistake, you live under a certain pressure. If you don't get things, everything Right. Mm-hmm. And just hearing from someone who, next to you that says, you know what, you're you're okay as you are. I accept you for who you are. And like you said, that speaking without speaking that you do with the horses, I think there's something in that that is really about acceptance, you know, where the horse accepts you. And I, I, you, yeah. you, you talked about that with, my, with, my, with Natasha, mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. said, you know, oh, she, he's really accept, you know, accepting you. He's. He's taking to you and you're taking to him. And, um, (laughs) and it's, it's, there was no talking about it. You didn't have to tell the, the horse didn't tell you, well, I came from this corral and I was over there in that city. And, you know, you just look at each other and just know, you know, we belong together. Right. So (laughs) acceptance. And it's really interesting. There's a great book. If people want to listen or read about, um, you know, how horses can be used for healing or some, a book by Tim Hayes. I hope that's okay for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. H A Y E S. And it's significant. It's got the practical, but also the references from a scientific standpoint about how it works. And it's called Riding Home. Mm-hmm. And in the book, I'm going to quote him in there. It's like the fact that humans and horses have such a significant history of partner partnering in so many varied and productive relationships is truly astonishing when we when one realizes that these two species are genetically hardwired 
not to get along. And it's interesting because, you know, um, like you said, sometimes, you know, we as humans, it seems like we don't get along. But for whatever reason, there's more assumptions that are made. Yes. Between humans, whereas um, in the horse where there's no communication. Right. And so it's a completely apart from riding, learning how to communicate and interact with the horse. I'm quoting from him again, page 24, 23 and 24. Um, Interacting with a horse on the ground is similar to creating a relationship with someone who speaks and understands only a different verbal language, i.e., you know, like you speak English and I speak Chinese. Wow. So I might feel like that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. So, so I want, I want to drill down on this a little bit. Um, and, um, so we're going to take a break and, um, I want to come back and talk about that unspoken language and how that really, that really, um, is, what we sometimes need when we're dealing with trauma. We'll come right back and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we are in the studio today with a very special guest. She is the founder and CEO of Hearts Landing Ranch in Sacramento, Donna Eckwartzel. And she is just uh, a wealth of uh, uh, of um, just joy, love, um, uh, nurturing, just a variety of, of things that you feel when you're in her presence. And I'm, um, I'm so grateful to, um, have, have had the opportunity to meet you. Actually, the way I met you, just for the listening audience, mm-hmm. is, is through, um, one of our board members, uh, who is very precious to my heart, uh, uh, Brianna Williams, uh, survivor leader, entrepreneur, and, um, and uh, advocate and has really recently had an amazing experience where uh, she was the Uber driver for mm-hmm. um, two young ladies that were getting ready to go. And little did they know they were actually on their way to be exploited. And she happened to be the Uber driver and um, intercepted them literally and and overheard their conversation and said, "Huh, it sounds like if you don't mind me interrupting, it sounds like you're getting ready to go and be trafficked." And uh, we're actually going to have Brianna on the show in a couple of weeks, and she's going to be talking mm. about her popcorn business and all these awesome things that God is doing in her life. But needless to say, the two young ladies who actually go to a, a, a local university, um, they um, were just amazed. That that God had intervened in their lives in this way, and um, Donna got wind of it online, and they connected, and um, she, you know Donna said, "How can I help?" And as she always does, that's her. That's who Donna is, and. <laughs> Brianna connected Donna to me and said, you two are sisters from the same mister. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, the rest is history. So, 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 you know, here you are, you're getting involved, you know, you're already working with the horses and you're literally, you're rescuing these horses. Is that right, Donna? 
Yes, we are doing more of that now. Um, we have today, so we're, we are rescuing them, and um, we've rescued them locally, and it wasn't until I started rescuing them from out of state, um, from kill pens, so to speak, or slaughterhouses, that I started posting about them because it kind of freaked me out a little bit mm-hmm. to not, you know, to, to, re- to rescue something that I didn't touch see or whatever, and it, and it actually had another dimension for me as a learning Um you know, about what is the term of rescue, rescue because you have a heart for that, not because, you know, that horse is good enough or it's going to fit, you know, or whatever, that it's because someone needs help and you bring them into your family and you help them. So I don't know if that made sense, but we started rescuing um, out-of-state um, horses um, and we had four come to the ranch this year, one in January, the end of January, his name is Hosea or otherwise known as Tex. Uh, coming from Texas, uh-huh. and that was the horse that changed a lot of things for us here at the ranch because we had some participants who were trafficked, and when we started sharing what we were learning about this, this kill pens, the slaughterhouses, so the, slaughter, the slaughterhouses are, we don't eat horse meat here in the United States, but the horses are gathered up and then transported wow. to, you know, uh, across the border. I didn't know that. Wow. Either to Canada or Mexico. We didn't know that either. There's several of us leaders and combined we have, you know, almost 200 years of experience with horses and we had not a clue that this was happening. Mm-hmm. And one of our young um, participants, very wise, who had been trafficked from the age of four to 12, as I was explaining how ho- Tex came to be, she looked at me and said, Donna, this is just like trafficking. Because oftentimes, and I, when we're kept asking these the questions of the people that were helping us find these horses, and there's many of them that need help. And I don't uh, anyway. So, um, and we're asking them, how do they? How does this happen? Because some of these horses, I mean, Tex came and he was gorgeous and he was just nicely trimmed. His footwork, feet were trimmed. He had some skin issues and he was a little bit skinny, but. And we found out that people, you know, there's many ways, but one of the ways is that in the Midwest, if there's no rain, there's no food, and um, or people will just go around and prospect and say, hey, I've always been looking for a horse like this color, this size, for my daughter, my training, my jump, my show, showing, you know, they'll be taken good care of, we'll take, you know, we'll, they'll be with lots of other horses, and, you know, convince so they'll recruit. They'll convince someone to sell a horse. In fact, one of our horses that came in on April 7th, my birthday, uh, the three, Rowdy, he was in the kill pen twice, once as a baby colt and um, once right when we got him. And he was sold by his young owner, unbeknownst to her, that he was going to end up in a kill pen. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So it's really interesting that that, you know, has really helped create some awareness for all of us and what we're doing to really change, you know, reach a, you know, change, build a community to reach a community. And we're going back to before the break, what happens with, you know, humans and horses that are genetically hardwired not to get along is that the language of the horse, so horses really experience trauma and um, anger and they can feel and sense energy from someone. So if someone's really mean or heavy handed, that horse, the only way that they can communicate to you, to someone is if they're loose, they'll walk away, right? Mm-hmm, or run mm-hmm. away sometimes. 
or they'll have what people consider bad behavior, right? They might pull back or buck or rear or something like that because they're trying to escape an uncomfortable situation where they're dealing with trauma. And, um, and so it's really interesting because they know when someone, like we had a young gal, Brianna brought a young woman here one day who was really struggling with some choices that she was making and had been significantly trafficked and there was a young infant involved and um, the three horses that we just had rescued and we don't know anything about and they had just come through trauma from not only where they were, but then coming across, you know, all these states came alongside this young woman, all three horses, and two of them just kind of made a little sandwich around her body. You know, they just Mm. got really close to her. She really, really needed a hug and just to be loved on. And they just stood there, just stood there. And they would have kept standing there if we didn't have to leave. But they just stood there. And so she was literally surrounded on three sides by these horses that just... Woo, I got chills. I know. It just was amazing, amazing, amazing. And they, I know, it just... So the, it's just the 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 because the they know they yeah, sense the it right. That these horses make wow. is like fast. Wow! And it's not talk therapy. It's not anything. It's so impactful because she had three thousand pounds of horses standing around her. Right. And no. you feel the intensity of what these horses are doing for you, and it's sheer love. Oof! Lord. That's amazing. I so uh, we're going to take a break, but you know the, the visual that I I'm getting just from just, just seeing these three horses, you know, surrounding this, this young lady who didn't need somebody to say it's going to be okay. Didn't need somebody to say it's not that bad. Well, at least you're out of it or all the things that we humans do. They just needed, she just needed them to stand at her side. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to love. Never fails radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Uh, we are a listener-supported ministry, as you all know, and uh, and we're always, um, you know, what, basically what that means is that we rely upon your financial support to continue the work that we do. And so we'd love for you to partner with us. Uh, you can do that by going to our website, which is uh, uh, loveneverfailsus.com. And as you go in there, there is a donate button and feel free to donate uh, whatever the Lord puts on your heart as we continue to bring light to the great work that our partners are doing and that we're doing. And um, more importantly, ways, unique ways that you can express love to people who need it so much. Mm-hmm. Also, I uh, would love for you to uh, reach out to me if you would like us to pray for you. Uh, we're at 844-249-2698. Uh, we're all about prayer. Um, our um, our prayer lead, Chantel Alvarez, is 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 what she does, and she loves to lift you up. So if you are a survivor that's listening right now and you think, gosh, you know, that visual just really blessed my heart, I want to share that. 
um, please give us a call. You can also email me directly at Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. And um, and then you can also volunteer and you can find out more about volunteer opportunities at uh, our uh, on our website at loveneverfailsus.com. So as we uh, continue on with our discussion, we are in in the studio uh, just talking with uh, Donna, who's the founder of um, Heart. I was getting ready to say Happy Heart Landing Ranch. I, I, a little joke, right? So every time I think about Donna's place, it's like Happy Heart. It's a Happy Heart place, but it's not Happy Heart. That's not the name of her organization. So let me stop. Um, anyway, um, so Donna, you know, just talking about this uh, amazing image that you just shared with us with these three horses that they have that have been through some trauma of, of their own that mm-hmm. then stood around a survivor of human trafficking, a young lady who needed to be needed to be not told, but shown that she's valuable and she's protected and and uh, feel it in her spirit, just really deep in those. I always say in the inward parts, I don't know why the Lord always puts that on my on my heart to share with people as I'm praying. I don't want God you to just heal me on the surface. I want to be healed in the inward parts mm-hmm. deep a deep healing. Mm-hmm. And so, mm. so thinking more, you know, one of the things that you, um, you share too, and I think it just starts to kind of manifest in a lot of different ways, but you shared that you not only um, have the, ho- uh, the horses there, right. But um, you, Oh yeah. You know, actually before I do, I, I love this quote you just shared. <laughs> Because I just said inward parts, and here it is. There's something about the outside of a horse that is good for the inside of man. Winston Churchill, that's like one of your quotes in your bio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. Inward parts, yeah. the inside of inward man. Woohoo, <laughs> yeah. God, confirmation. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. so just thinking, you know, about um, all the things that we're doing, the transformation of a person, of a man. From the inside out, one of the areas that you've also had some 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 healing in is in in food, right? Is in mm-hmm. the ways in which you you um, teach others and reach out to people, uh, and even the services that you provide uh, with your garden, right? Yes, yes. Tell us well, about everyone that. Everyone has an interest. Mm-hmm. So we call it the seed to stomach. Um, program. Uh, my husband calls it butt to belly because we're actually taking the manure. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Butt to belly, huh? That's good. And, you know, I got a lot of that going on in my household. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're taking the manure and making compost, learning how to make dirt, actually making dirt. And the dirt is then used in our gardening program and we're, you know, planting the seeds and, you know, then learning how to grow those plants and then feeding ourselves, learning how to feed our bodies the way that God designed to have our temple um, be the temple of the Holy Spirit and be healthy and to be, you know, go the distance, to run the race. And, 
you know, many of us have grown up on that kind of food and others um, that may be listening have, you know, been, you know, been used to something that was probably more convenient, right? It's, you know, but growing is not a hard thing to do. Um, it's actually pretty fun. We use it also because not everyone, not, there's not always good times to have, you know, there's not always everyone that wants to be with the horses or there's just appropriate times to go do something else. Mm. Um, because in the reality, Vanessa, we're building a community to reach a community and we want the people that come here, the participants to feel like they are, have an envelope of love. They have a blanket of love wrapped around them and we're accomplishing things together. And, but, you know, the key part is, is that it's hard to think well or feel well when you're not eating well or things that are prepackaged. So if it's not out of the earth, mm. you know, if it's prepackaged, prepared or, or whatever, it's highly likely that the vitamins and minerals are out of it or gone. And actually, to be honest, I mean, it's amazing how good food tastes, you know, when you can actually pick it from a vine and eat it. Mm-hmm. And I, in fact, I, for the first time I was up in Oregon and my friend said, come try this fresh asparagus that's just popping up out of the ground. And I'd never, I like asper- asparagus, but you know, I'm not it's super crazy because it's never been that great when I buy it in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she put, you know, snapped it off for me and oh my goodness, mm-hmm. changed my whole thing. So we bought a whole bunch of asparagus to put in the garden this year. Mm. Um, tomatoes, people, you know, a lot, of, a lot of kids will say they don't like tomatoes, but I, I, the tomatoes, when you taste them, that they're fresh, it tastes like candy to me. Mm. And so it's just, it's, you know, it's just so sweet and so yummy. And there's so many different flavors that you can't even imagine you know, some kids come and they're like, is that how, really what lettuce looks like when it grows? It's green and red and yellow mm-hmm. and, you know, so we're really establishing them. I have a scanner that tells them how healthy they are, what they're absorbing in nutrients, and then we challenge them to eat better over a period of time. Uh, one high school, when I did that, we, um, in 90 days, the students, it was amazing. The vice principal said they're thinking better, they're more calm. And we saw that in our school, their scores. And he said, Donna, I have never seen behavioral change like this ever. Wow. And so it's very connected to how we feel and act. And, you know, we're not meant to be on these medications for long periods of time. I'm not telling people to be off of it if it's, you know, important to their recovery or they need it, you know, because of safety reasons or what have you. But like depression medicine, right, for me... Uh, it was a food issue, and so I just needed to realize that God was talking to me through whatever I was dealing with in my depression. You know, it wasn't harmful to myself or anyone else. Um, at that point in time, it was just, you know, um, it just I knew that I needed to change something, and that's what I needed to change. And yeah. just, you know, when anyway, I'll stop there. So no, it's it's so good, and 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 you know, it's funny because. I've had these kinds of conversations with our staff in our housing program, and I'm so excited to, uh, the girls are going to be going up there for a field trip in the coming weeks um, and and also kind of getting to check out your your garden and um, hopefully start on a health regimen. But almost everyone that comes in our house is on some kind of medication. And I just, you know, like some people are on upwards of 18, 20 different meds a day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they all counteract each other. And they, they, there's just, you know, so many challenges with that. And, and you don't want to tell people don't, 
take your meds because you're not a doctor and there's liability associated with that and things like that. But it's just to me, like logically speaking, it's not making sense. If we have to layer on 18 different ways, um, it just something is wrong for me. And, you know, and so, you know, how much is the environment is, you know, the diet, uh, Right. Uh, impacting, you know, the, the way you feel, the mm-hmm. way you think, mm-hmm. the way you move. And so we're yeah. going to take a break um, and uh, we'll come back. Um, I'd love to hear some more about uh, some of the, you know, the breakthroughs that you've seen in this regard. And I'm super excited about partnering with you on that. But we'll come right back. And thanks again, everyone, for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio once again with a lovely woman who is just blessing so many people. Uh, Donna, uh, I was going to say Donna E. Donna Eckwurzel. 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 Yay. Founder of Hearts Landing Ranch (laughs) near Sacramento. So, so Donna, I, you know, I, when I went out there, there were a lot of people that were doing things to help you with the horses, cleaning, cleaning up, um, you know, t- cleaning the horses, combing them, uh, you know, a variety of things. And I, I would imagine that you need more help to do more of, of this wonderful work. Um, how can the community come alongside you and support you? Well, we have prayer is number one. So pray, 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 pray for us and safety and resourcing and resources include people uh, in addition to, you know, funding. So we're supported. All donations support what we do here. We don't charge uh, people for services in our mentorship program, um, you know, for people that are wounded and need the need the help. Um so we do need volunteers, people who anywhere, any skills we have all the way from being on the computer and doing web support. So it could be someone that's remote from us to people who are boots on the ground here. You know, we call it poopology. We're changing the world one turn at a time. <laughs> I and, love you know, that. What goes in must come out. Yeah. Our seed the stomach program. So, nice. um, you know, and, you know, people that do have horse experience that want to learn how we, you know, handle the horses and uh, want to come alongside with that. Um, we need some experienced trainers, um, who can work with some of the horses, especially the rescued horses. Um, we want to have, you know, some understanding of, you know, we want them to be safe around people. That safety is number one. And, but, you know, we are dealing with thousand pound animals. Um, and their first instinct is to, to, you know, flee. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to make sure that they're, they're not, you know, they're not, you know, predisposed to do that. Um, financially, um, we can, you know, we love in-kind gifts. We're praying about a building that we want to have as an educational center right now. Most of our activities can, you know, are done 
when the weather's nice. Um, we have a horse barn that's fairly large, but it'd be nice to have a meeting facility room where we can do Bible studies and classes and also have a commercial kitchen where we can continue to you know, show how to cook some of these fresh vegetables mm. or prepare fresh vegetables and fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, financial, financially, what, what else would you like? So we volunteer, you know, we need the time, the talent, the treasure, and the testimony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how people can help us. Yeah. So we have lots of needs on our website. Um, so you can go there or they can, they can always give me a call or email me and uh, find out what kind of in-kind gifts for building a wall or, you know, starting this building funds for this um, education center. Um, as well. What am I forgetting? No, I think that, I mean, that's, that's it. The four, (laughs) you got it, right? Time, talent, treasure, and, and, uh, and testimony. Love that. And, and when you think about a, 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 let's say you think about a success story, um, Mm -hmm. you know, because whenever people think about giving or, or volunteering, they're always, you know, there's an evaluation process that they go through. And so what does success look like for you, Donna? Oh, success looks like for me, what comes to mind is a young man who was court ordered to do 40 hours of community service. Mm. And um, we had him join us on the on a, a particular night where many of our men and leaders come and were working with each other. We wanted to quickly wrap around, um, you know, a family for him. He has a great family. He just was making some bad choices. And um, and the adults in his life, not his family, but the teachers and people that knew about what he had done were really shaming him. And mm. so it was kind of creating a spiral. And he's the oldest uh, male in, in a family of five adopted kids. So this family is really working hard to really, you know, do good work, right, mm-hmm. for the Lord and, you know, the orphans. And he finished his 40 hours and was very engaged but then he did his 60 hours and then 100 hours and then 150 hours. And I went to him and I said, what? You're done. You know, you've done your service. You've done, you know, um, what is, you know, what is it? Why do you keep coming back? And he just said, I feel like I'm accepted and loved here. Mm. And, um, and so that was one, one thing. He got very busy in his senior year. I was very proud of the progress that he was making. And then I get a text one day and, he said, remember me? <laughs> and can I come back? Can I come back? And I just need to spend some time on the ranch. I've really had a hard six months this semester. <laughs> and I just need, I need the ranch. Can I come back? Wow. And um, that's success to me. When people come and they want to stay and the youth are feeling like they're, they've created an extended family and they can come and be loved on, and they know that this is a you know safe place for them to go. And um, and he's not just the only one that's done that. We've had many that come back. Mm-hmm. You know that were participants first, and then come back to volunteer and then give back. It's a circle of service and of giving and loving others and paying it forward. So mm-hmm. that's an example of success. Yeah, for me too. You know, I I had an experience recently where one of the young ladies that graduated from um, our home uh, is now working in a IT in a tech industry, um, and uh, my my one of our t- kids, our twenty two year old son, is looking for work. He's working as a server, but he would like a higher paying job that's you know a little bit more sustainable to provide for his family in the Bay Area. 
And so uh, she reached out to me and said, hey, uh, would your son like an int- a job at my company? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's really he's really been struggling and, and, you know, saying, asking, you know, for something that, again, more sustainable than than the hours and the and the the pay that a, a server gets. And uh, and I just thought for a moment, I said, wow, now one I had like I had to shed some tears on that one because, number one, she is sustainable enough. Right. She's stable enough that she now wow. can offer a job. To yeah. my son, the person who helped her, who now has need, yeah. I have need for my kid. She's right. helping my kid to get stable. That's, isn't that what community is about? Yeah. I mean, that really, that, you know, and you said something at the very beginning of the program about, um, no, I just lost my Community thought. within uh, community. I think that's where yeah. I, yeah, you've so, formed a community. Yeah. Building a community, you know, with some other, anyway, keep going. I'll, I'll think of it. <laughs> well, you, 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 you had it in your bio and you said that you are about creating community mm-hmm. for the community, to create oh. community. I, I remember that. what you said. You said that sometimes because someone looks different than you, that you don't feel that they're maybe not hurting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, and, and but that's what about you know with community and what we're helping each other because I and I posted something recently that just said you know be gentle and kind to each individual that you come across because you'd never know each one of us each one of us is dealing with something yeah and the sh- the shame or the hurt or the loss you know even though it comes from a different place I'm not judging one person or another I just am addressing them wanting to be restored, right? God wanting restoration and he forgives us. And, you know, we're meant to work these things out together. Like you helped with no idea how this was going to work out this young woman. Mm-hmm. And now it's a circle of service, right? Yep. And so we're meant to be working together to solve these, these problems, I say problems, not problems, but to help one another yep. in ways that we can, whether, you know, they talked about acts, right? They gathered all their thing and they shared amongst themselves all the resources and things that they had. Right. And that's what we're meant to do for each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I, I went and I did a presentation at the annual, the West Coast um, Money Laundering Forum, which sounds really creepy and crazy, right? <laughs> But there were like, seriously, I was so freaked out about doing this presentation. It was like, it was 300 bankers, like the VPs and presidents of banks across the nation and, and compliance officers. And, um, I got up there and I, you know, I'm not going to share the word there. I mean, that's not the right forum. I'm not going to, but I just said, you know, how many of you have been asking? I didn't say praying. How many of you have been asking for something? Not realizing that the very woman that's being exploited on the side of the road has the answer to your prayer. And you could hear it pin drop in there. We've got to, we've got to realize that there are some, there is the, an essence of God. There is a thing of God that is in each one of these that he has sent us to go get mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. not just for them, but for us. It's for the community. And for the delight of the Lord. So we're going we're gonna to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back. Um, thank you so much, Donna. And thank you all for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. 
To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are so grateful, Donna. Thank you for being here with us today. Um, we're, you know, you're, you, you're such a blessing to me and my family and now to the listening audience. Thank you so much for those who are listening. Uh, you, uh, y- you may want to, uh, reach out to me and ask some more questions or, um, maybe just want to call in for prayer. As I mentioned before, you can reach us. We'd love to hear from you at 844-249-2698. Uh, you can also find out more. We're going to go through some events here in just a sec, but you can find out more about Love Never Fails at loveneverfailsus.com. How can people get in touch with you if they want to know more about what you're doing, Donna? Okay, we have our website, which is uh, www.heart, like in your chest, heart, with H-E-A-R-T-S, mm-hmm. landing, L-A-N-D-I-N-G, ranch, mm-hmm. R-A-N-C-H dot com. And um, also we're on Facebook under Heart Landing Ranch and Twitter and all the social media, but the, you know, I'll give you my personal phone number um, because, uh, and the best way to reach me is texting for volunteering for people who need our services or programs, and that's nine one six five two one one three four three. I'll repeat that nine one six five twenty one thirteen forty three. That is the best way to find us, um, and then. Vanessa, do you mind if I share about our events? No, please, please. Okay, so we have a men's ministry that happens every second Saturday, and you can go on our Facebook page where those are posted and the details about how to contact us and RSVP, because we do provide lunch, really, really nice lunch, and men of all ages that want to learn, come alongside um, us that are actually working with the horses or doing the gardening programs, the programs that we can't really, I'm not skilled to pick up a saw, you know, <laughs> to do mm-hmm. some of this stuff. I have have a request for women who want to learn how to do that. So maybe we'll put that program in the future. But so that's always the second Saturday. And then we have something that we're adding this year. And we're going to work on this. Um, we have, So we have this, um, while I'm walking, um, a horse, mini, a mini street. We have miniature horses that we're teaching how to drive. And oh, so my people, gosh. You know, can, and we'll put the events on there when we're learning how, we're teaching how to do that. So if we have any people that know how to drive horses or have horses that they're already driving, um, we want to put a mini street together that's um, kind of like a drill team that we can go to events and create some awareness about what's happening um, in the trafficking and for foster youth and, the, you know, the wounded, the at-risk youth. Um, and also something... Let me just clarify year. something. This I'm, I don't mean okay. to break your flow, but this is either I'm being really strange here or... Did you say a mini-stri? Mini-stri, yes. Mini. Mini horses. Ah! <laughs> I was like, is she... Does she have like an accent going? It's a ministry. <laughs> I was like, Donna, is there something you, some kind of, oh, it's like I'm picking up on an accent there. A ministry. Okay, that's cute. That is Mini cute. Horses. Yep. yep. Yeah. Our ministry. Okay. And, <laughs> clarifying. 
And then we're adding something new to our calendar. And so this is this is a summer school program, different than the programs that we run for at-risk youth or individuals that we've just been talking about. But this will help fund the work that we're doing the rest of the year. That helps us help the other youth that are at risk that need our services, you know, PTSD or what have you, not charge them. And we're doing summer school, um, so starting June 11th and then running um, each week until the end of July. So they're, you know, um, every week, they're four hours a day going from 1 o'clock to 5 p.m., 10 years and older. So we're looking, you know, for people who might want to come also alongside as teachers or help with crafts. Um, and gardening as well as cooking. So we'll be putting, putting posting those up. It is a fee based, and that 100% of that goes back to paying for uh, the ranch and the ranch programs. Wow. No salaries are paid out of that or anything. Okay, great. Well, that is wonderful. So you have a couple different ways that uh, the, you guys can get out there and engage with Donna, and you have her number. What's your website again, just to make sure everyone's got it? www.hearts.landingranch.com. So your heart is going to land right here in the ranch. Planted in the soil and bear fruit. So your heart is landing at this ranch. Awesome. So heart's landing ranch. <laughs> awesome. Okay. That is that is great. And and, and go ahead and, and reach out to Donna. Um, she's a real blessing, as you can tell. A few more uh, events that are going on in the community on June 2nd from 1 to 3. We want to ask you to come out. If you have um, been a donor and you've donated in any way uh, to Love Never Fails, we want to do, we want to appreciate you. So come out to our appreciation event. It's 1 to 3 on the 2nd of June at the Hayward Hope Center, and that's 22580 Grand Street in Hayward. And then, of course, on the 9th of June, we have uh, 8 a.m., we have the We Run Oakland for Our Daughters. It's being put on an event by a Sister's Touch, and we're partnering with them. Uh, It's a charity walk-run to uh, address the issue of human trafficking at Lake Merritt. That information is on our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com. And lastly, join us for Community Prayer the first Sunday of the month, wherever you are, just pray with us and let Chantel know that you're doing that by emailing her at prayer at loveneverfailsus.com. We want to thank you for your support. Uh, and of course, if you haven't heard it from us before, you must know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give up a chance, give up your heart.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.